0: Good evening, Broadway family, and welcome to Ash Wednesday. We are so grateful that each and every one of you are here today. What a gift it is to get to come together from all of our different buildings and services to worship together as one body of Christ. If this is your first time worshiping with us, then a special welcome to you. We are so grateful that you chose to be here with your time right now, and we hope that you can feel just how loved you are by us and by God as you enter our space. And if this is home for you, then as always, welcome back home. So as we join together tonight in worship, would you stand with me in body or in spirit as you're able and let's sing together, My Hope is Built. Would you join me?
1: Good evening. I feel like I should say happy Valentine's Day and then quickly shift the the mood. Uh, I, I do have sort of a joke that I've been waiting to make for a year, which is, roses are red, violets are blue, I'm made of dust and so are you. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of the Lord's passion and resurrection, and it became the custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. During that season, converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was a time when persons who had committed serious sins could be who had separated themselves from the community of faith to be reconciled with penitence and forgiveness and restored in participation in the life of the church. And so in this way, the congregation was reminded of the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. In this way, we leave our denial and our pretending in order to tell the fuller story of sin and forgiveness brokenness and healing, death and resurrection. And so in this way, we find courage to face face the thing that we fear the most, only to discover that Jesus has already walked this path before us, to discover that we are in fact not alone in our humanity, and to discover that there is grace on this path too. Tonight, we will join in the holy practices of confession and repentance. You will be led by pastors, staff, and lay leaders through scripture passages that call us to God. And we will receive the imposition of ashes on our foreheads as the sign of that repentance. No longer hiding in the garden of our shame, we will stand before God calling on the only one who could save. And then as we begin tonight, uh, over the next weeks, we will tell the story, the passion of our Lord. And so I invite you, therefore, in the power of the Holy Spirit to observe a holy Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, by reading and meditating on God's holy word. In order to make a right beginning of our repentance together, let us pray to our Creator and our Redeemer. Let's pray together. God, we need you. We act most of the time like we are self-reliant, but our next breath reminds us of our utter dependence on you. Father, we are human, and we are frail. We struggle. We wander. We doubt. We fear. We lose our way. We sin. And so take on our broken humanity in order to redeem even this. Give us the fullness of life that is the life of Father, Son, and Spirit. Save us so that we might know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly in and through these next 40 days. Amen. A reading from Joel chapter 2. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness like dawn spreading across the mountains. A large and mighty army comes such as never was in ancient times, nor ever will be in ages to come. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast, let the bridegroom leave his chamber and the bride her, her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord." Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword to the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God?"
2: Hear the Old Testament voice of Isaiah chapter 58, verses 1 through 12. Shout it aloud, do not hold back, raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen it. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the finger pointing and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls restore of streets with dwellings
3: Please join with me in the prayer of confession as we read responsively. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity.
4: Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me.
3: Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me.
4: Restore to me the joy of your salvation
3: and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God my Savior and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, O God, will not despise.
5: Please, Please stand with us as we sing, Just As I Am.
6: For this scripture reading, we invite you to read along with us. For those of you that are on this side, you will be following me, and for those on that side, you will follow Pastor Lewis. This is from Second Corinthians. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God.
7: As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you.
6: I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation.
7: We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited.
6: Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses.
7: In beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger.
6: In purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love.
7: In truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left.
6: Through the glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine, yet regarded as impostors.
7: Known, yet regarded as unknown, dying, and yet we live on, beaten, and yet not killed.
6: Sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, yet making, and making many rich.
7: And altogether... having having nothing, nothing, and and yet yet possessing possessing everything.
0: As we continue in worship tonight, I invite you to sing along with us or to just bask in the presence of God's tremendous love. So would you join us? shatters all your secret fears. is light, and I know you through and through. There's no need to hide. I want to show you love that is deep and high. mother, while you rest.
5: Amen.
8: The words of Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, and verses 16 through 21. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. In just a moment, you will be invited to come forward and receive ashes on your forehead which might seem like a pretty strange thing to do, right? It's not something that we do every day. However, it is this rich practice, this rich practice that is deeply rooted in the life of God's people across all of scripture. In times of mourning when God's people found themselves standing in the shadow of death, In times of failure, when God's people came face to face with their own limitations and brokenness. In times of danger, when God's people were confronted by enemies and disasters, they would cover themselves with ashes as a way of of acknowledging that they needed God. They needed God's help, God's hope, God's healing in their lives, for they were but dust. That is what we do tonight as well. As we stand in death's shadow, as we face our own failures, and as we feel the weight of the brokenness of our world, we call out to God, asking him to be who he is and do what only he can do in our lives, for we are but dust, and to the dust we shall return. Each of you will have the opportunity to come to the front we'll ask you to um, exit down the center aisle. You'll come to the front and there'll be two ministers on either side. You can go to either person. It doesn't matter who. Um, If you'd like, you can pause here to pray at the altar and then you can return to your seat on the outside of the aisles. But would you come now to receive? hear the good news, friends. Christ died for us when we were yet sinners. That proves God's love for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Amen.
1: A final scripture this evening uh, will not be on the screen. It comes from Revelation 5, and I invite you just to close your eyes as you imagine this, the scene that is the throne room of heaven where God is worshipped unceasingly. In this vision of that throne room, John notices a scroll which needs to be opened. The scroll is sealed with seven seals, and its opening symbolizes God's long-awaited justice the redemption of all things, all things being made right and God's goodness loosed into the universe, but there is no one to open it, no one on the earth that is found worthy. From Revelation 5, then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. And John wept and wept because there was no one who was found worthy. Then one of the elders said to me, do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when the lamb took the scroll, the throne room of heaven erupted in worship. They began to sing a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on earth. Then John looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousands times. Times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. To receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth said to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, Be praise and honor and glory and power forever." and ever. Amen. I invite you to stand as we proclaim those words, as we announce over our brokenness and sin, our need for redemption, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, our Lord and our Savior, our brother and our friend, Jesus.
4: Do you feel the world is broken? Do you feel the shadows deepen? Do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through?
1: go in the confidence of children of God and in the power of the Holy Spirit, go in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.